What, what rhymes with my poo? Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Come I on, do that a, funny. I, Fuck you, guys. you can lead him with an emotional bit about how Scrappy Doo has been arrested yet again for heroin addiction or his heroin problem. Pikachu, Ash, and the gang. The Mandalorian is great in the new series, and the... Let's check out what's new in the world of pop culture with your hosts, John, Tim, and Quentin, and a podcast we call Rewind and Rewind. To rewind and reload. We have a special news segment today. Uh, I regret to inform you that Scrappy Doo's body has been found in a dumpster uh, in what has been reported to be a drug deal gone bad. Uh, he will be that's missed. That's really all the details I have. I don't really think he'll be missed. I don't think we, we've reached likes out to Scrappy the. Doo. We've re- reached out for the, to the Doo family for comment, and they have not replied. Uh, this just in, they did reply. Uh, they said to uh, keep the body and fuck that guy. Yeah, I mean, God, like, he was... He I just knows realized what he I'm going to have to fucking censor that. <laughs> because the first five minutes of YouTube? Yeah. A lot of that, really. I don't know. I it's fine. Himself. We don't have, we don't have like monetization right now. Like a fiddle. Anyways, um... <laughs> If you haven't guessed, we're talking about Scooby Doo this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> before we get into the doobage, uh, you guys want to catch up? All, all of my subpoints in the outline are just like adjective doobage, adjective doobage to discuss <laughs> the different eras of Scooby Doo. Oh, I see that now. I didn't. I didn't look ahead at all. Yeah, did I? Duber movies. Oh yeah, I forgot that one was Duber, not Dubage. Oh, um, shit. I don't really. My week was fine. I guess I didn't really uh do much. I'm gonna be reorganizing my setup soon, so we're not gonna have fake guitar. And couch. Damn it. We're going to have a fake banjo. I mean, I could change it literally as we speak right now, but I don't know if it's going to fuck anything up, so I'm not going to do it. There you go. No need to risk it. Speaking of the banjo thing, couldn't you do a real banjo? Doesn't your dad have one? I don't know where it is. It used to be in the closet here in my office, but I don't know where it went. But yes, he does. Okay. Okay. So we, we could do a banjo that. special one night where Tim banjos or something. I don't know. Do you know how to play the banjo? Hell no. You could Your learn. Dad kind of does, right? Or he says he does at least. He claims. But he claims you a lot. Kind of played the harmonica though. I have one. I mean, they're not expensive, so yes, I could. 
But I don't think harmonic is going to translate well to a non-condenser microphone, so... I think it'd be good. Could, it'd be fine. We could do oh, yeah, a little, we'll like... It's just going to peak the fuck out of it, and everyone's not going to know what they're listening to. <laughs> it's going to hit my audio gate on a voice meter, and it's just going to cut off, because it's so fucking loud. <laughs> it's fine. I'll have to, like, go across the room to play, so it doesn't, like... <laughs> play it there and it'll pick up on mine yeah oh, that's a cool glass oh thank you it's some kind of vintage something other it's got like owls hell yeah oh a lot of random vintage things in my house apartment oh. i don't know what so, i live in <laughs> how's your week been q uh it's been pretty good i uh I had to pull some all-nighters for school, and then went to a concert. I drank too much at the concert, and uh, that was basically, like, the highlight of probably the past month of my life. But it's literally anybody? just, like, school. But, I mean, on the bright side, I'm, like, graduating. I, I don't know if I've said it on here before. I'm graduating, like, a semester earlier than I saw it, so, like, that's pretty tight, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So you have, what, a year left? I have three semesters left. Oh, Damn, so like so. a year and a half-ish. Yeah. That's not bad. That'll fly yeah. by. Oh, yeah. I Just, remember uh, my last... Oh, God. <laughs> my Sorry. La- my last year was quick. Like, it went by quick. So I'm hoping for. I'm fucking... I hate school. Yeah. I like Because you get down... Uh, well, you get down to those last couple of semesters and you have a little less classes. Your teachers kind of care a little bit less, too, about you. Like, you end up just working on bigger projects that last, like, the whole year. They're just you know, like, honestly, yeah, just do it when you do it. It's whatever. You guys are adults now. That's, like, already how some of my professors are. Like, I swear to God, they just, like, don't give a shit about due dates. It's great. Like, there was one project yeah. I turned in, like, a couple of days late, and he's just, like, like he took off points for it, but I still got like, I think like a 95 on it or something. And I know I did shit in it wrong. So like, how much did he take off for it being late? I was like, what the fuck? I feel like point. at I had this a... point, the professors are just like looking to see if I wrote anything down and then they're just like, good enough. I had a professor whose name started with an S, good his last enough. name. And you, you probably have had him. He, we've had, I, me and a friend turned in a fucking project a day late and we know part of it didn't work and we still got it like a 90% on it. <laughs> you tried. The only thing that didn't work on it, it was a web app, but I think the only thing that didn't work on it was our like login was like goofy and you had to like do some weird shit to like make it work, but it worked. And he's like, this is uh, I'm going to take points off for this, but like you guys did the project even though it was late. We were like, hell yeah, dude. All right, cool. There you go. That's basically how my final project went, too. It's the same guy. After, like, after my first couple years, most of my projects, they were like, as long as you, like, turn in all your homework by the end of the year, like, we're only going to take, like, five or ten points off. So, like, it didn't really matter. The only time I would turn things in on time is if I knew I wasn't going to do good on it, whether I turned it in on time or not. 
Yeah, that's fair. I don't want to out myself too much as a fake intellectual, but my final project was me just writing... I mean, it's a project worth it. I wrote algorithms for a application to detect, like, uh, heart congestion, I think is... Like, I just wrote the the behind-the-scenes algorithms of, like, uh, like, like, symptom waiting and stuff like that. So, hey... That's pretty cool. Yeah, I was about to say, it's better. All of my projects are just like Yu-Gi-Oh related. We had a <laughs> we had a guy become very ambitious because we it was in a class where we were doing like web apps incorporating databases, and we had a guy who was like very ambitious and wanted to make a website to like track his card collection for Yu-Gi-Oh. And I was like, "Good luck, good luck, buddy." That's a little. I'm just talking about like I was gonna build like the probability calculators for like opening hands and like oh see that's, shit yeah, like that's, that. Oh, you're counting like you're counting cards. Well, when you're limiting yourself to forty, I feel like it's a lot easier than trying to track your yeah. entire fucking collection with like whatever the no, what, are yeah. they, what are they called the set numbers and stuff. It's like oh yeah, because he was pulling so, like, like everything from the card, and I was like. Have fun with that one. Having to type in all those unique set numbers in the fucking fields, I'd rather not. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's like fucking. I don't even know. I don't even know how many cards are in circulation. There's a lot. Too many. Really, to the track only of. coding I know how to do is like robotics coding, where like you just have points that you move robots no. to. So like, I don't even know where to start with any of that. That you guys are talking about. I just know how Honestly, to move robot arms and CNC. <laughs> neither do I. I usually my coding process is uh stare at the screen and then I just kinda like uh disassociate. Oh god, my face is gone. Oh god damn. Come back. I disassociate for a while and then uh, there's just if else statements on my screen and I'm just like, Alright, cool. Oh, so every bit of co- every like Usable application ever fucking just nothing but if else statements. Hell yeah, pretty much. AI is literally I I don't want to ruin the illusion for anybody. AI is just a else if statements that learn how to fucking make themselves. <laughs> it's a you can't tell a the lot secrets. less fun than people can't, think. I guess can't I tell know. the boomers what they are. Well, I'm not telling the boomers. The boomers can stay scared of it. I mean, yeah. even if you explain to the boomers like that, I still like. I oh, they don't. They... I I know from personal experience they do not understand even if you put it in baby terms. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyway, so uh, or wait, did did we all catch up? I didn't really do a whole lot this week, so. Oh okay. I was gonna say you're good. <laughs> I don't want to skip over anybody. Yeah, I'm like trying to think of like anything that I actually like productive that I can even talk about, and I I really haven't done it. I've tat. been working on the podcast stuff a lot. You got a tat? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. Yeah. The I actually have another Durgan one. Durgan He's a big TSM I fan. Another one coming up. Our team four star TSF. TF. TFS. Team Forest. Oh, 
Wasn't that like a YouTube thing? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was the people who made the Dragon Ball Z abridged series. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All the abridged series, I think, eventually. So wait, why why, why the four star? Uh, that's the first one Goku reason. got uh, from Grandpa Gohan in Dragon Ball. And then it's the one that Gohan, uh, little Gohan, his son, wears in the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. But he's got that nice. He's got that dumb little hat. Yeah, that dumb little like sailor's hat with the Dragon Ball on top. Yeah. It almost it reminds me of like those paper sailor hats that you fold up. So but yeah, that's about it. And then I'm getting a full metal alchemist tattoo on my back of my forearm here in December or January. So nice. Yeah. So that'll be here soon in the next couple weeks. It's getting shipped in. <laughs> getting sh- yeah, getting shipped in, slapped on here. I mean, you could, but yeah, those like fake, it. those like realistic looking art, like temporaries that last like a week. Oh yeah, the ones that people like buy the whole sleeves and stuff and do fake ones. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that just honestly, to me, seems like more work than to just go get a tattoo. I get if you want to like, like fake if it. you like want to like put one on for like a week and be like, yeah, I could keep this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I, I see that. That's it's like true. a it's like a free trial, not quite free, but it's a free trial for yeah. a tattoo. But let's get into Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. I really stretched that wrong. You know I wish. You know what I wish I would have done is bought some Scooby snacks before this. Missed opportunity. They're good. Have you guys ever had Scooby snacks? You had to have, right? Bro, are you like talking about literal dog yeah. treats? No, no, like, no, 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 no. I have eaten a literal dog treat before, but it was a milk bone. It was disgusting, and I got $10 off my dad for doing it. But, no, like Scooby Snacks, you can get them in the snack aisle. I think they still have them. And they're like these graham cracker cookie things, and they have like the Scooby-Doo logo. One's like Scooby's head, one's Shaggy's head. And... Um, they're like a yeah, like a cinnamony like, sugar graham cracker cookie, like Teddy yeah, Grahams. Yeah, yeah, I've had these. I know what you're talking about. I feel like <laughs> your face right now is like this band's insane. I'm just gonna agree with them. <laughs> to move I, just, on. I, I don't know why you're talking about them so much. <laughs> they're good. They're good. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, man's really hyped on these graham crackers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Scooby Doo, if you didn't know by now, is an American animated franchise, uh, comprising of like eight thousand different fucking spinoffs. Am I good? Yeah, I'm good to say bad words now. Um, yeah, you're so good. it <laughs> originally it was produced in or. In 1969, and it is still airing to this day. Uh, the newest season of the newest Scooby-Doo started last, yes, last month in October. Not to date ourselves. Um, which, what the fuck? Anyways, so as well as the derivative media. Uh, writers Joe Ruby and Ken Spears created the original series Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Uh, for Hanna Barbera Productions in 1969. The Saturday morning cartoon series featured 
Fred Jones, Daphne Blake, Velma Dinkley. The fuck kind of a name is Dinkley? And Shaggy Rogers. Dinkley. Hey-o. Wait, whoa, t- whoa, whoa. Shaggy Rogers? Is mm-hmm. that like... Okay, hold on. Because Steve Rogers, Captain America, is this like his stoner brother that no one knew of? I'd say probably cousin, if anything. Could be. Anyways, keep going. And finally, they're talking Great Dane named Scooby-Doo. They solve mysteries involving supposedly supernatural creatures, but they're usually just people in costumes uh, through a series of antics and missteps. Scooby-Doo was originally broadcast on CBS, so the Scooby-Doo Where Are You, I should say, was broadcast from 1969 to 76. Then it moved to ABC, and then ABC had its, I think, like five or six different spinoffs in the time it was like on that network, and then they canceled it in 85. Uh, And then after that, we got a pup named Scooby-Doo. And then after that, we got two Scooby-Doo reboots as part of the Kids WB and on the WB and its successor at the CW from 2002 until 2008. Further reboots were produced for Cartoon Network beginning in 2010 to 2018. Uh, And also repeats of various Scooby-Doo series are on Cartoon Network. Uh, The sister channel Boomerang. So pretty much like every... Every variation of Scooby-Doo is pretty much on there. Uh, And then, like I said earlier, the current Scooby-Doo series, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, uh, premiered in or on June 27th, 2019. Uh, Originally, it was just a series on Boomerang streaming service, and then later it got put onto HBO Max. And like I said, it Hmm. just had another season come out. So if you're fiending for Scooby-Doo content... God, you have HBO Max. Scooby-Doo and guess who? I didn't get enough of my my fill of Scooby-Doo as a child. Sometimes I do wish that I had a kid to watch Scooby-Doo with so that... Because, like, on my own, I don't know No, just watch Scooby-Doo. I just... I don't think it could keep my attention long enough anymore. I don't think having a kid will fix that. I guess. (laughs) You know what kids don't have? Attention spans. Yeah, but then I would be paying attention to the TV because I don't want to pay attention to my child. Ah. <laughs> Just like if any of your, your like other friends have kids, Offer to babysit and then just watch Scooby-Doo. I do, I do sometimes do that with my nieces and nephews where like I watch Paw watch Patrol Scooby with them. Doo? No, I was like I watch like Paw Patrol and shit with them. It's good. It's not bad. Man, it's not, not Scooby Doo. Oh, and um Bluey. Bluey's the other one. Oh that my god, don't too. get me started. <laughs> I don't know what a bluey is. Yeah, you do. Look it up sometime. No, like not it's about a fucking Australian yeah. sheep dog. Yeah. I guess your sisters are too old now to be watching it. Yeah, bro. My little sisters are like teenagers, dog. 
fucking scary to think about. I d- my it blows my mind because I remember your little sisters as like tiny children. It's been ten so years still since like then. How does that want to make you feel? I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's talk about Scooby Doo. Let's stop acting like we're <laughs> old people. <laughs> All right. So the inception of the Doobie uh, in 1968. I think it was Parent before that. Or- <laughs> uh, parent-run organizations particularly action for children's television uh, they were basically angry parents and they began protesting what they perceived as excessive violence in Saturday morning cartoons uh, most of these shows were Hanna-Barbera action cartoons such as Space Ghost the Herculoids and Birdman and the Galaxy Trio uh, and virtually all of them were canceled by 1969 because of pressure from the parent groups. Uh, members of these watch groups then were uh, advisors to Hanna-Barbera and other animation studios to ensure that new programs would be safe for children. I'm pretty sure, like, what, this is probably also, like... No, this is, like... I was going to say, I wonder if this was about the same time that... Um... Do you guys know about, like, the weird thing that happened with horror comics in the 70s? Yeah. Where, like, people will apparent that, like, coalition of, like, I don't want to say Bible thumpers, but basically, where, like, these Mm -hmm. comics are too violent for our children. They're showing murder. Well, that's also, like, that's, like, a lot of the era of the satanic panic and stuff, too. So, like, everyone was just, like, everything's brainwashing our children to kill and become cult members. I think it says a lot that these people read that far into kids shit and see stuff like that and it's like you're just looking for it. You want that. Yep. You uh you'll always find what you're looking for if you look hard enough. Oh 100%. Um, But so the uh, the result of these uh, parent watch group advisors and all that uh resulted in the archie show if only they knew uh oh yeah what the monstrosity that they turned that into fucking shit this is based (laughs) on bob montana's teenage humor comic archie uh also successful were the new musical numbers the archies performed during each program uh which i didn't realize this but uh sugar sugar was from them and that was the most successful billboard number one hit of 1969 <laughs> a fucking cartoon band <laughs> let's go same year we put people on the moon and fucking cartoon band is the leader <laughs> of the billboard nothing's impossible boys amazing <laughs> Uh, so, eager to build on the success, Fred Silverman contacted producers William Hanna and Joseph Barbera about creating another show based on a teenage rock group, this time featuring teens who solved mysteries between gigs. Uh, Fred Silverman was um, some kind of executive at uh, CBS. Uh, I forget like, what his official title is, but... He is very connected to the the entirety of Scooby Doo, and like most of the network switches. Uh, he's also 
the person who Fred is named after because that was one of his inputs. Kind of weird to me, but hey, you know, whatever. Uh, so, uh, originally, Hanna-Barbera himself tried to make his own version of the show, and it was called House of Mystery. Uh, Barbara, or Barbara, I, I think it's Barbara. If I think it's Barbara. I've always it. heard of Barbara. I don't fucking know. Anyways. <laughs> we do so much research for this show. <laughs> I just, I forget to, like, listen to, like, pronunciation guides. Because I read, oh, like, every, the shit that every I... Every time I do anything about, like, an anime or <sighs> manga that I watch, like, when I did the Ghibli films, like... <laughs> Fuck it, we're going to go with Barbera for the rest of the episode. Um, <laughs> so, Barbera developed and sold Hanna-Barbera shows while Hanna produced them. Uh, he passed the task along to story writers Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, as well as artist-slash-character designer uh, Iwao Takamoto. Uh, their original idea based in part on the Archie show was titled Mysteries 5 and featured five teenagers Jeff, Mike, Kelly Linda, uh, Linda's brother WW along with their bongo playing dog Too Much the dog's name was Too Much because he's collectively too formed. much yes. he's too funny uh, they they were the band called the Mystery Five. Uh, when the Mystery Five were not performing at gigs, they were out solving spooky mysteries inv- involving ghosts, zombies, and other supernatural creatures. I kind of wish they kept the bongos for Scooby. He's, I feel like that would have been a good a character. There's clips of quirk. him playing bongos, right? Yeah, Probably but I wish that was like, like one of his main things. A full, you know? like, That's fair. Yeah, yeah. rush drum no, kit. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo has gone over the fucking... Gone beyond jumping the shark at this point. I don't know what that phrase means, I'll be honest with you. What is that? Uh, Jumping the shark. It's it's like going on... You start with one thing and then like you go fucking crazy. Like go off the rails. You jump the... There's the shark jump in Skate 3. That's the only jumping of the shark I know. Let's just go with that one. That's the shark. (laughs) I think about the shark jump in Reno 911. Oh my god. Where he just falls into the tiny little shark tank and fucks himself up. (laughs) I need to like rewatch all of that show because I was too young to appreciate it when I first watched it. I just did. And I can tell you right now, it is so funny. But there is some moments that I felt so awkward. The jokes That's, aged yeah. a little, little rough. That happens. But uh, anyway, so Ruby and Spears' second pass at the show, because uh, the first one got uh, denied or whatever. Uh, you know how it goes. Ruby and Spears' second pass at the show used Dobby Gillis, which was like another show at the time, as the template for the teenagers rather than Archie. Uh, the treatment retained the dog too much. So we still have too much while reducing the number of teenagers to four, uh, getting rid of Mike entirely. And Rest it in retained peace to Jeff. A real one. Rest in peace, Mike, my guy. 
Not rest in peace, though, to Jeff, Kelly, Linda, and WW. They got to stay. As their personalities... The way they the way they pronounce or spell Jeff though I don't like it and I wish he would have left. You don't like G E O F F? No, I don't like G E O F F. Who spells it that way? It's dumb. Jeff Rowley. Professional skateboarder Jeff Rowley. Okay, he's the only one that I'll accept. That dude's pretty tight. I mean, fair. So like, the names did change though. Uh, Jeff became Ronnie, and then later Fred, because of Fred Silverman, no weirdo. Uh, <laughs> Kelly was the one who became Daphne, Linda became Velma, and WW was Shaggy. The teens are now based on four teenage characters from the many loves of Dobby Gillis, Dobby Gillis, Dahlia Menninger, Zelda Gilroy, and Maynard G. Krebs, respectively. I don't really know anything about the show. Um, but if you do, apparently there's a lot of Scooby-Doo similarities there. Who would have thought? So the revised show was then repitched to Silverman, who liked the material, but disliking the title Mysteries 5, decided to call the show Who's So So Scared? <laughs> I hate this dude that. sucks. Silverman presented Who's Scared to the CBS executives as the centerpiece for the upcoming 1969 to 1970 season Saturday morning cartoon block. CBS president Frank Stanton felt that the presentation artwork was too scary for young viewers. And thinking the show would be the same, decided to pass on it. Silverman had Ruby Spears and the Hanna-Barbera staff revise the treatments and presentation materials to tone down the show and better reflect its comedy elements. The rock band element itself was dropped altogether and more attention was focused upon Shaggy and Too Much. According to Ruby and Spears, Silverman was inspired by Frank Sinatra's scat Doobie doobie doo. That's another phrase that has not aged well. (laughs) I never, I never thought of that being why he said that. Yeah, it's apparently (laughs) Sophie. Yeah, at the uh, end of the Strangers in the Night, uh, this this happened while he was on a red eye flight to one of the development meetings. And right then and there, he decided to rename the song or rename the dog, excuse me, to Scooby Doo, and retitled the show Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Finally, his first good title, but at the same time, where the fuck did Where Are You come from? Like there, it rhymes. Scooby is never lost. You know what I'm saying? A couple times, yeah, but in the show all the time. In the show, they're like Scooby. Scooby, where are you? Because they all get split up like every episode. Yeah, because that's, episode. What, that's what the show's named. They had to do that. It was a forced trope. Maybe they had it a couple episodes. Maybe they had like the idea for a couple episodes already. And it's possible. It's possible. 
Tim was shaking his head. I really don't think they thought this far ahead in 69. (laughs) No. (laughs) There's no way. Alright, well, let's get into the early years of the doob. The first episode of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? What a night for a night. Uh, What a N-I-G-H-T for a (laughs) K-N-I-G-H-T. Ha ha. Debuted on the CBS network uh, Saturday, September 13th, 1969. The original voice cast featured Don Messick as Scooby-Doo, Casey Kasim as Shaggy, Frank Welker as Fred, actress Nicole Jaffe as Velma, and Indira Stefaniana as Daphne. Uh, Scooby's speech patterns closely resembled an earlier cartoon dog, Astro from the Jetsons, also voiced by Messick. This man was uh, very good at making dog noises, I guess. Like that was what he was known for. The series theme song was written by David Mook and Ben Rally and performed by Larry Marks. Which I also think is probably one of the best Scooby Doo openings out of all of the Scooby Doo. Oh, openings. you don't like Simple Plan? I forgot that they did that. Yep. There's so many like fucking uh like celebrity cameos and shit in Scooby-Doo. It's ridiculous. Didn't, didn't Green Day do a Scooby-Doo cover in one of their movies? I'm pretty sure Green Day is in a Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. I was going to say, I'm pretty then, sure that's... Uh, um, what's their name? The guys that did All-Star. Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth. They were in one of the movies, too. So I typed in Green Day Scooby-Doo, and the first thing I get is Green Day Pulling Teeth Scooby-Doo AMV. <laughs> So, uh, if you want to watch an animated music video someone made on YouTube. There you go. Cool. Uh, so this entire series kind of had like the, a basic formula for every episode. Uh, every episode features Scooby and the four teenage members of the Mystery Inc. Fred, Shaggy, Daphne, and Velma arriving at a location in the Mystery Machine. A van painted with psychedelic colors and flower power imagery uh i feel like scooby-doo is to blame for a lot of like our generation's obsession with vans i was gonna say because like carly wants an old vw van really bad and i I have a couple friends scooby-doo yeah i have a couple friends that like i have one friend that's trying to buy one of those like kind of like small van trucks i literally have have the flatbeds who like I don't think he's living in the van, but sometimes he does. But he has, like, an apartment. But then sometimes he just lives in the van. I have a coworker. It's a pretty cool lifestyle, her, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Shit's tight. Cool. I have, I have a coworker that her boyfriend has a van that he redid where they can do, like, adventure camping real quick in it. Yeah, yeah like, shitting in My dude's got too. his shit all carpeted, dude. Yeah. Got the works. Shitting in what? what? Buckets. It's, I mean, that's hashtag van life, baby. Yeah, no one ever thinks. No one ever like actual fucking bathrooms though. Like, yeah, some of these vans are insane, dude. Or they have like chemical toilets. Do we need to talk about this? I don't know. I that mean, we don't need to talk about it, but like camper toilets. Okay, but where do you? I mean, sure, if you get a, how, where, where's the tank go? 
These are the pressing. I thought the whole thing about van life was you're entirely self-sustained inside your van. Just go shit at a Wendy's. I'll send you some YouTube videos. <laughs> Just shit at a Wendy's. <laughs> That's a good place to shit. I don't want to shit in a bucket. I'm sorry. I would love to live in a van. I've thought about this. Well, then just go to a Wendy's. Yeah, I'm just going to go to a shit in a, Wend in a Walmart parking lot in the back. <laughs> Why don't you go Why into not a the Wendy's? Walmart? Because Walmart bathrooms are grosser than the outside of the Walmart. That's <laughs> fair. That's why you find a Meyer. Oh, true. Meyer's pretty nice. They got nice bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, but in every episode, <laughs> after they do their van life bullshit and Scooby-Doo, they encounter a purportedly supernatural monster terrorizing the local populace, such as a ghost. And they always decide to investigate. Do they get paid? I don't think so. How does it? Is this like a sustainable business model? I'm pretty sure. Don't they, have, don't they eventually explain that Daphne's parents are like rich and they fund? Yeah, I think like solely fund. Yeah, like I think her parents. I think like literally all of their friends. Maybe not Velma's, but I'm pretty sure it's established that fucking Shaggy's parents are rich too. Well, Scooby ends up. They have that whole episode where he inherits that whole. Like fortune too, my friend. No, that is not an episode. Series. That is a movie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a whole series. Oh, I thought you were talking no, specifically about movie. the Booze Brothers, or the Boo Brothers, or whatever the one where there's like the weird no, like Civil War era ghost in it. That's kind of yeah, troubling yeah, these the, days. That's the one I'm talking. That's the one I'm. Oh, talking okay. About. There's a lot of yeah. Scooby. They get their money in weird ways, mooching mostly. Yes. So after they figure out their money issues, the kids split up to look <laughs> for clues and suspects while being chased at turns by the monster. Eventually, the kids come to realize that the paranormal activity is actually an elaborate hoax, and often with the help of a Rube, Rube Goldberg-like trap designed by Fred, they capture the creature suit-wearing villain and unmask him or her, revealed as a flesh-and-blood crook. Who used the costume to cover up their crimes? The villain is arrested and taken to jail, uh, usually with the catchphrase, "If it weren't for those pesky slash meddling kids and their do dog." Do you think all of us liked uh, the Rube Goldberg uh, Club because we were so into Scooby Doo as children? That's a another Could possibility. Be. I always attributed it like, more to Home Alone than I did to Scooby Doo, but. That's fair too. <laughs> it's also I true. Didn't like yes. Home Alone, but I don't feel like I liked it that much as a kid, but I do as an adult. I think it's a solid little flick. It's okay. We can debate about this around Christmas time. Fair. Uh, I guess technically, when we're recording this, is around Christmas time, but. <laughs> Next fine. Christmas, we're not even a, we're not even <laughs> a year from now. We'll debate yet. the value, the merit of Home Alone one through three. Yeah. Maybe not Lost yeah, in New yeah. York because I don't want to talk about that one. And we could talk about the new one that's coming out here shortly. So, Home Alone, or a couple week, weeks ago, if you're listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> Home, anyways, Home on the range. So that's uh. That's <laughs> Some broke back mountain shit, man. <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of OG Scooby Doo. Um, 
it, it, pretty much everything in that season's the same. It's whatever. It's really good. It's fun. But we're going to move on to the Duber movies. The minor 49er. Uh, in the fall of 1972, new one-hour one episodes under the title, the title, the new Scooby-Doo movies were created. Each episode featuring a real or fictitious guest star helping the gang solve problems, including characters from other Hanna-Barbera series, such as the... Harlem Globetrotters. That's that's not, not a Hanna Barbera cartoon. No, <laughs> I put that in the wrong section. My bad. That was supposed <laughs> to be in the celebrity section. <laughs> uh, Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> and Speed Buggy. Uh, the comic wanna... book characters Batman and Robin. I don't know why they're there. <laughs> I want. I but I want to like cut us talking about how it shouldn't be there just to piss off any everybody in the audience <laughs> everyone in the audience is like that's a real thing well now you got to cut all this out too i know Whoops. i'm not going to but it'd be <laughs> funny <laughs> so and then we have celebrities like the harlem globe trotters uh and sandy duncan the Adams Family, Cass Elliot, Phyllis Diller, Don Knotts, and lastly, the Three Stooges. Uh, after two seasons and 24 episodes of the new movies format from 72 to 73, CBS began airing reruns of the original Scooby-Doo Where Are You series until its option on the series expired in 76. I feel like that's pretty good, like getting two seasons of, like, movies. Yeah. Was this still with the full cast? Because I know there's an era soon, I think, when they, like, cut out, like, Velma and Fred all together and just Scooby, Fred, Shaggy, Scrappy, and Velma. Or not Velma, Daphne. Yeah, so that's So ABC that's probably Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Um, ABC Duber is when the, uh, the show went to ABC, obviously. This is from 76 to 91. Uh, there's like five, four different, uh, series that came out. There was Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo Shorts, the new Scooby and Scrappy-Doo Show, and the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. Um, as you can guess, they're all the same fucking thing, except for the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. I'm pretty sure the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo didn't even have 13 Ghosts in <laughs> I don't think so. Pretty either. sure it got cut short, um, and they just fucking did not finish it, that series. Or they like finished it, is, and then just like we're like, uh, we also got the other like six. Is um the thirteen ghosts of no. Scooby Doo the uh, the no yeah but like is it the source material for thirteen ghosts? I knew you were gonna ask yes. us. The answer is no. <laughs> no, it's yes. It does not have uh, those cool designs it. in it. It does have uh, that A guy terrible script. The guy who would go on to play Shaggy in it. But oh yeah, that's no. true. Yeah, see connection. That's a good point. <laughs> Terrible script. Guy that played Scooby Doo. Thirteen Ghosts. Bada bing. Bada Can you boom. imagine if it was and it had the thirteen ghosts from the movie and Scooby Doo? Had like the naked lady in the bathtub <laughs> of blood and that dude <laughs> with like giant spikes railed in, into his head. Back in the late seventies, like in the eighties, yeah, that would be terrible. Exactly. That would have been, 
that would have made the satanic. It turns out the thirteenth, the thirteenth so ghost is the ghost of Velma, where Shaggy and Scooby accidentally killed her. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, Fuck that movie. That movie's uh, so f- forever, bad. forever looking for our glasses. <laughs> forever fetish material for t- TikTok. True. Yes. Uh, so we're just kind of going to skip over the ABC Duber period. It's like kind <laughs> it's, of whatever. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to move into what I would like to call peak dubage. Uh, this is the late 90s to early 2000s. Oh, yeah, this is the shit. Uh, so this was when uh, Cartoon Network and... Boomerang, uh, yeah, 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 I think Boomerang also at this time was airing Scooby Doo, but there, it, basically, there was like a a rise in popularity of Scooby Doo, uh, because of Cartoon Network, uh, and then the Warner Bros, uh, picked up, uh, the new Scooby Doo direct to video film. They did one a year for four years straight, I believe, uh, and it began in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, these are probably my favorites. I really like this whole. I was era gonna say these are pretty. All of these are pretty fucking much bangers. Yeah, yeah. So these these films featured a slightly different, older version of the original five character cast. Uh, the first four directed TV entries were Scooby Doo on Zombie Island, Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost, Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders, and Alien Cyber Chase. I knew John was gonna say something about Alien Invaders. That was See, a good that's the only one. one I can't remember. Yeah, I know why. That's the only one I can't think of anything about. It's got like, the girl who turns out to be an alien in it. Yeah, like the hippie she girl. turns into like a yeah, she turns into like a coyote or some shit at the end, right? I don't know if it's a coyote. I, but swear, I swear to God, she can turn into Scooby Doo like on Zombie Island. Remember, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island is fucking prime. That's the one with the hex girls in it, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is good. Yeah, the hex, the hex sisters or whatever. I used to yeah. love Cyber Chase too. That shit was so. Cyber Chase so cool. was my least favorite, but it was still pretty. I, just, I, I think it was, was just because I liked it because it was in a fucking video game. Yeah. Uh, Frank Welker was the only original voice cast member to return for these productions. Uh. Don Messick, the original voice of Scooby, had passed in 1997. I forgot about the Casey Kasim thing. Uh, uh, Casey Kasim, who was a strict vegetarian, relinquished the role of Shaggy after having to provide the voice for a 1995 Burger King commercial. Uh, because of this, Scott Ennis took over as both Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. Uh, Billy West, though, voiced Shaggy and Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Uh, BG War- B.J. Ward took over as Velma, and Mary Kay Bergman voiced Daphne until her death in November of 1999, and then was replaced by Gray, er, Gray Delisle. Wait, are you uh, telling me- first- Sorry, I read ahead a little bit. You're telling me the witch's ghost was the introduction of the Hex Girls? I thought yes. it was Gombe Island. No, I thought it was the witch's ghost, and then, like, they mm. can't- Because they, like, after- like they were like one of the first like recurring characters. All right, I mean you can't be you're you're probably not wrong. You did more research than I did, but I could have sworn maybe I just mixed the two movies together in my head since they were like the first two. I was I was gonna say, they're are, pretty similar yeah. enough. 
I feel like the alien one and then Cyber Chase just definitely stand out more because yeah. they're like. And very... I do want to go back and say that uh, the lady did not turn into a dog. Uh, she turned into an alien and her dog also turned into an alien. Yes. Yeah. I forgot. It's the, but it's, I mixed it up because I forgot yeah. that she had a dog and Shaggy and Scooby fell in love with them and then realized they were aliens. And then they were still like, hey, we kind of want to bang aliens. <laughs> Okay, this is still kind of okay, I guess. Can't blame them. Gotta do what Uh, you gotta do, man. So these... Excuse me, sorry. These first four direct-to-video films differed from the original series format by placing the characters and plots with a darker tone and pitting them against actual supernatural forces. Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island featured the original 1969 gang reunited after years of being apart fighting voodoo-worshipping cat creatures in the Louisiana That's Bayou. right, okay. Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost featured an author returning to his Massachusetts hometown with the gang to find out that an event is being haunted by the author's dead ancestor, Sarah, who was an actual witch. The Witch's Ghost introduced a goth rock band known as the Hex Girls, who became recurring characters in the Scooby-Doo franchise, and also... probably was the cause of a lot of sexual awakenings. Yeah. This show in general was probably the cause of a lot of sexual awakenings between Daphne, Velma, and the Hex Girls. And Fred and the Ascot. I think they did that on purpose. Probably. Fred and that Ascot got me. Just the Ascot, actually. Not even Fred. Take him out of there. There's like the whole theory that like Fred, Fred is Shady the Ascot. Actually, just like gay. Are they gonna say that Fred I'm is? I'm pretty the sure they like sleep in bed together and shit. I think that was a shit post like, theory I saw that Fred is the Ascot. Fred, <laughs> oh, like he, he the Ascot is controlling just like a meat sack. Yeah, it's like a sentient being. I think that was a shit post the thing I saw based on like one of those like weird dumb twists of X is the X. Rex is the Y or whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, the direct-to-video productions continued to be produced concurrently with at least one entry per year. Two of these entries, Scooby-Doo and The Legend of the Vampire and Scooby-Doo and the Monster of Mexico... Monster Mexico is good. That one that was really, one. that had the chupacabra in it. That one yeah. was like fucking ridiculous. I don't remember either of these, but I'm sure they were good. Uh, both of them were at 2003. Uh, they were produced in a retro style, reminiscent of the original series, mm-hmm. and featured Heather North and Nicole Jaffe as voices of Daphne and Velma, respectively. Uh, later entries produced between 2004 and 2009 were done in the style of What's New Scooby Doo, using that show's voice cast. Entries from 2010 on use on from 2010 on use the original 1969 designs and feature Matthew Lillard as the voice of Shaggy, the character Lillard portrayed in the live action theatrical Scooby Doo films. Two Scooby Doo movies were released in 2016 <sighs> named Lego Scooby Doo Haunted Hollywood. And even worse, Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. This is when a bunch of WWE guys got into Scooby-Doo, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the where the John Cena Scooby Doo memes come from, where he's like oh, fucking like throwing a boulder out of their way or something stupid like that. Yeah. Hell yeah. But uh let's ignore John Cena doobage and focus on the uh probably debatably Okay Classics. The second the second movie fucking was kind of cheeks. But the first live action doobage that we got, absolute classic, one hundred percent certified banger. Uh, a feature length like live both, action. But... Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, a live action film was released by Warner Brothers uh, on June fourteenth, two thousand two, directed by Raha Gosnell. The film started Freddie Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy and Linda Cardellini as Velma. Scooby-Doo was voiced by Neil Fanning and was uh, kind of a disgusting uh, computer-generated dog. I I don't think that came out. It's not as bad as like the... I don't think that aged as well. Weird monster things in that movie. Yeah, dude, the whole fucking uh, or the CG stretchy, like, uh, scrappy, scrappy do. They just like looked mucusy. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like the texture that they looked like. Uh, Scooby Doo was a financially successful release with a domestic box office gross of over a hundred and thirty million U.S. Uh, a sequel, Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed, followed in March two thousand four with the same cast and director. Scooby-Doo 2 earned $84 million at the U.S. box office. A third film was planned but was later scrapped due to Warner Bros. being disappointed by the amount of profit that was made off of the second one. Like, we only made $86 million, so... Sorry. What else was Warner Brothers even releasing around then that they were like? Hold on, I'll just look this up. Probably jack shit, dude. Like it had to have been nothing significant. They're terrible uh, DC Universe movies. Yeah. Way back when. They don't have like a list of uh, films. Oh, here we go. 2004. Uh. Why can't I find like 2004? Oh, this is highest grossing. I just want overall, like. God. What they pushed out. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to give it to me. Film series. So I actually completely forgot about this, but there was another live action television movie. I forgot about this too. I forgot yeah. it even existed, and then I saw like the. Uh, cover for it and I was like oh yeah this is real so I, I believe I don't remember this. that was it, yeah so it's called Scooby Doo the Mystery Begins oh no it was released on DVD so it wasn't it was a straight uh, to DVD thing not straight to okay. TV I'm sorry but oh uh, bro That's on release hmm? no you go first I remember now yeah on release it was also aired on Cartoon Network so I think that's probably why I thought it was a straight to DVD type thing or straight to TV, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that aired on September 13th, 2009, the 40th anniversary of the series' debut. The film starred Nick Palatis as Shaggy, 
Robbie Arnell as Fred, Kate Melton as Daphne, Haley Kiyoko as Velma, and Fred Welker as the voice of Scooby-Doo. A second live-action TV movie, Scooby-Doo, Curse of the Lake Monster, retained the same cast and aired on October 16, 2010, and a direct-to-video spinoff, Daphne and Velma, in 2018. The mystery begins, and Curse of the Lake Monster serve as prequels, taking place before the events of 2002 film, while Daphne and Velma serves as a spinoff. So there so, is actually some continuity to Scooby-Doo, I guess? I'm going to give you five movies that came out in 2004. Okay. And uh, how much did, did you have it? How much Scooby-Doo made on here? Or the Scooby-Doo to earned $84 million? Okay. All right. Here's some other movies that they made this year, and here's how much they made. Uh, the Polar Express, about two hundred million. Uh, Ocean's Twelve, about two hundred sixty-two million. Million Dollar Baby, uh, hundred and like eighty million. Troy, like t- almost two hundred million. Uh, it's and, fine. These numbers aren't real. And the big one, <laughs> the best movie out of this list, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, making a whopping six hundred and sixty million dollars. Um, yeah, that's why they're disappointed with eighty-four million dollars. It's also the best Harry Potter movie. But I mean, so like, like, if the first one, I mean, the first one only made fucking a hundred and something dollars. So it's not like it's not like they had like. They shouldn't have had super high. I don't know. It's besides point. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have like a high bar. Like well, I think they should have. Hope like let's uh, not even compare them to all those movies. Let's just say they're comparing it to the first movie. It made less money. They were hoping for up and up and up. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm not right, saying it's it, I'm not saying it's you know well directed or well uh, whatever. But yeah, that's so. how studios be. After this, we got the Kids WB Doobage from 2002 to 2008. Uh, What's new Scooby-Doo is just normal Scooby-Doo. What's new Scooby-Doo? We had Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue. Uh, After three seasons of What's new Scooby-Doo, it was replaced in September of 2006 with Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue. A major revamping of the series, which debuted on the CW Kids WB Saturday morning programming block. In the new premise, Shaggy inherits money and a mansion from an uncle, an inventor who has gone into hiding from villains trying to steal a secret invention. The villains, led by Dr. Fibes, based primarily upon Dr. Evil from the Awesome Powers series and named after Vincent Price's character from the abominable, abominable Dr. Fibes, Oh, that's use different schemes. I'm pretty sure Vincent Price is in fucking 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. And he's like one of those like big original uh, possibly I'm not sure. Horror movie actors. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, Yeah, so these guys use different schemes to try to get the invention from Shaggy and Scooby who handled the plots alone. Fred, Daphne, and Velma are normally absent, but sometimes do make appearances at times to help. Uh, the characters are redesigned in the art style, revised for the new series. Scott Ven- Scott Menville voiced Shaggy in the series, with Casey Kasim appearing as the voice of Shaggy's uncle, Albert. 
Shaggy and Scooby-Doo get a clue ran for two seasons on the CW. After this, we go to the Cartoon Network in Boomerang Years, which is 2010 to now. Uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, the series, while still still following the basic mystery-solving format of its predecessors, was broadcast as a 52-chapter animated televised novel and included elements similar to live-action mystery-slash-adventure shows. Um, An overarching mystery surrounding the game's hometown of Crystal Cove, California, became the series' main story arc with pieces to the mystery unfolding episode by episode. Uh, so it's basically like Scooby-Doo, but with an actual story going on. Uh, also featured were romantic entanglements and interpersonal conflict between the lead characters. The series ran for 52 episodes over two seasons with a three-part finale airing across April 4th and 5th, 2013, exactly three years from the debut we have Be Cool Scooby-Doo on March, 4th, or March 10th, 2014. Cartoon Network announced several new series based on classic cartoons, including a new Scooby-Doo animated series titled Be Cool Scooby-Doo. The show features the gang living it up the summer after the gang's senior year of high school. Along the way, they run into monsters and mayhem. The series premiered on October 5th, 2015 and concluded on March 18th, 2018. Then we got Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, which brings us to the current day. Uh, May 23rd, 2018, Boomerang announced that a new Scooby-Doo series titled Scooby-Doo and Guess Who would be released sometime in 2019. The series is currently airing on Boomerang streaming service and app since its premiere in 2019. Uh, the series features the Mystery Inc. gang teaming up with a variety of guest stars to solve mysteries. Confirmed guest stars include Halsey, Sia, Bill Nye, Mark Hamill, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Ricky Gervais, Keenan Thompson, and Chris Paul. The series also includes fictional guest stars, including Julia White as Steve Urkel. So, I mean, Julia White's real, but Steve Urkel's not. Are we sure? Uh, we, I think we understood. <laughs> you know, just clearing things up. And then Kevin Conroy <laughs> as Batman. Ooh, nice. Kevin Conroy. And, uh, oh, have you seen... I one. actually saw a clip out of... Uh, I don't remember what it was. It's one. Of, I think it's the one episode with Mark Hamill, and they like make a something like a joke about Batman, and he goes, "Oh, he goes some." He just makes a reference to how he played the Joker, basically. Yeah. Saw it on TikTok, I think. Oh, is that the um? I'm the Joker, baby. That's is that where that's from? Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that crossover. <laughs> The next, uh, the next thing, the bullet point you have is, I think, solely based off of um, TikTok. <laughs> so yeah, so now that we're at the present day, now that we're at the present day, what you have highlighted, uh, we are going into the future. Uh, on February tenth, twenty twenty one, it was announced that Voma will have her own series, which will be released on HBO Max. Uh, so it says it will be adult orientated, but it's, it's not like that. I don't know. Um, it's, it's not porno. It's, uh, it's not the porno. <laughs> produced by Mindy Kaling from The Office. Oh, okay. Is she going to voice just, her? Yes. 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 She's also the voice. So, 
Um, I don't think there has been an uh, announcement for a release date, but I'm pretty sure I just saw something that. about this. Let me, let me see. I have not, but I don't remember where I, mean, I saw it, but I definitely saw it. Velma Maybe I just saw like that my... Mindy Kaling was like involved or something. Velma well, was definitely one what? of my favorite characters. So, I'm on the Hanna Barbera wiki and it says it will have a ten episode run. Velma attends high school while a serial killer targets all the popular kids and. Is this a crossover with fucking Riverdale? <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Ba ba ba. Mandy Kaling and one of its executive producers also stars its lead, shed some light in the above mentioned plot while also making the point making a point of mentioning Velma's budding sexuality. Okay. This is a high schooler. Uh, I mean, like, the, yeah, that's like if she's eighteen, it's, you... it's fine, right? You know. Apparently, according sure. to Riverdale, it's fine even if they're not eighteen. I mean, like, I I don't know. As long as it's not like teenagers having sex, dude. I really want it to be the next Riverdale. Like, holy fuck! Can like, you imagine a Scooby Doo? Like, like it, it makes sense. No, because, yeah, you're like, not. You're, you, uh, you're right. You're right. It's just you don't just tend don't, to. I don't. I don't want the show to like be come off as like something weird i guess yeah you don't, don't you don't want that to make that the center point because then it's fucking weird yeah yes i just yeah i'm okay with it because it's like you know it's like the normal time or whatever when you start figuring things out for most people anywho but uh yeah i mean that's really all i got on scoobert doobert Nice. The lovable Great Dane who may or may not be a stoner. It's never been confirmed. It's never did been you denied. Know, did you know in the James Gunn one where they're in cooking the, in the food van. in the in the van, they were supposed to actually be smoking doobies. And they oh, took really? it and they had to do reshoots. So well, they, they, to, so they, re, they reshot the scene in the van to have Shaggy yeah, yeah, yeah. making burgers on a grill. Yeah, oh, because gotcha. originally they were just in there and it was full smoke. There was no like actual paraphernalia, but like it was very much more like oriented Implied. like that they were smoking weed. I mean, that, yeah. that movie also and has then, like yeah. the joke of them being on the airplane, Shaggy meeting that girl named Mary Jane and going, no way, that's man, that's like favorite. my favorite name. <laughs> oh man James Gunn got it right man anyways anybody got anything oh, to God. wrap up that topic I want them to turn Scooby Doo into the next Riverdale that'd be so funny <laughs> it would be really funny I have not watched Riverdale but it would be really I haven't funny either and it. part of me wants to because I hear it's just a fucking like wild ride after season one but Carly I have like season one, but I don't know. I heard that. Well, the she season was, one is apparently is like a us. is like an actual like teen drama that the CW yeah. usually has, and then season two starts like the fucking weird serial killer cult, like underground fight club in a prison in a children like a teen prison thing. Yeah, it goes. It gets Kinda fucking like weird. The real Sabrina quick. the Teenage Witch series like turned yeah, really yeah. into like a lot of satanic witchcraft stuff like really fast. Yeah. Or how the Flash turned into bad CGI. Yeah, that too. 
really just any CW show, but this will be done by HBO, so who knows? They're going to have Velma killing people. <laughs> like actually yeah. murdering people. She is yeah. the serial killer. With all Maybe. that with all that HBO violence. Maybe Velma has like split personality disorder where she is the killer and the solver of the mystery. It's a possibility. <laughs> All right. Well, Quinn's getting tired. And I'm getting tired. So let's wrap this baby up tonight, huh? You guys say. Tim, you want to go first? Uh oh, we're doing socials. Okay. Uh you can find me on Letterboxd at Timmy C. You can find me on everything else at Hot Pink Waffles. You can find me on Twitch at T Jams, T E A J A M Z. Nice. I'm on Twitter at Gondola Driver, Twitch Box Wine with a zero. There you go. You can catch me J Mergs, either an S or a Z on pretty much whatever. Um, you can find the podcast Rewind Reload on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all that good shit. Um, also go check out our patron yeah. uh, because you're listening to this episode now, but it actually came out last week on the patron. So um, if you want a week early, you can you can come and listen. Why are you, why are you giving me that look, Tim? It's Patreon. <laughs> Patreon, whatever. I guess it would be if you become a patron of yes. our Patreon, then you Gotta get learn it how to show early. correctly. Why don't we hey. get a fucking fansly okay. while we're at it? Yeah, and an OnlyFans. Just got to diversify our portfolios. That's all I'm saying. We're, we could just do the podcast just butt ass naked the whole time. That'd be a funny bit. I'm not gonna lie. That would be real. That so, would so have like really an OnlyFans for like a week and release like just one podcast of us fucking like almost completely. Like I would censor just the. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'd censor. I mean, what like I, I, I would tell you right now if we just did like a small censor over my junk. Yeah, I would do. I would do that as a funny bit. Yeah, that'd be a funny bit. Like, if we hit, like, a certain goal, maybe we'll readjust our goals. We'll do it for, like, one episode on OnlyFans. I feel like I'm... Like like, special one-time yeah. week. Yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like if like we, we would only Patreon put it out. wouldn't care, but it'd be funny to, like, do it as a one-time bit. Yeah. yeah. See, the problem with that like is... It's like, a, like a weekend or, like, a one-week thing where it's, like, you only get it for a week to watch this episode. <laughs> Well, I guess you just make the account free. Never mind. I was going to say, because you have to pay for like two accounts. Oh, yeah. No, right. we would just. We would just I mean, you, I think you can like give people this like is a access. Shit post, it's fine. I think, yeah, yeah you I'm can just... give people access. That or we could do it on a patron level. Just be like, yo, give us like 50 bucks and you can watch us naked for an episode. <laughs> All right. Yep. It's getting late. We're getting weird. So we're gonna we're gonna get out of here, I think. Thank God. So bye.